With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Monday, January 22nd, and we are here answering your financial questions. If you have one, go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, send us a note. And if you are willing to come on the air, check the box. It says, yes, I'll come on the air. If you're willing to come on via video, check that box and we will get your notes. So please, please do your best to, uh, you know, make sure you check the correct box. While you are on the website, please sign up for the free weekly newsletter. It comes out every Friday. Mark does a great job with that. We have all of our content that lives at the jillonmoney.com website. So you can check everything that we do out like the blog or resources, or you can see that we've got another podcast and that we have our YouTube show called Jill on Money powered by the compound. Just check it all out. Okay. Today we're joined by Adam, who's on the line from Michigan. Hello, Adam. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Jill? Great. What's up? What can we do for you? Starting a new year, my wife and I have some financial goals that we hit, and we're just looking for some advice on uh, what we should do with some money that we saved up and just kind of hoping to, to, to do something smart. We don't want to invest it crazy, mm-hmm. and we're just we're thinking about a, a mortgage payoff. Oh, because you, you know what? Emotionally, who doesn't want that? I mean, we all we are all in that that like pool of people and you're like oh no no mortgage would be so great let's see if it makes sense for you adam how old are you i am 44 and your wife same age older by okay. 3 weeks okay well listen to her she's older and wiser she's and the boss. um yeah exactly um do you guys have kids yep three kids how old uh 13 11 and 9 okay all right, you're in the thick of it. Adam, how much do you guys make? Uh, and do both of you work outside of the home or is it one income? Both full time. Okay. Um, we are, I'd say, about 150000 a year. Okay. Great. Uh, do you guys both put money into retirement accounts? Uh, yes, we do. How much, how much do you put away? 
So I believe my wife has a 3% match that she is vested in that she just recently started. And then my employer gives me a, like a 7.3% lump sum at the end of the year of, um, based off my yearly salary. Hmm. So it's kind of a, it's a free chunk of money. Uh, they took our match away a few years ago. Oh, so, I see. So um, you mean that, does that lump sum, is that a, as if you were just getting that much money in uh, additional income or is it intended to go into a retirement yep, account? Yeah, that goes into a 401k. Okay. How much is in your 401k right now, Adam? I believe about 100000 Okay. And your wife's, because I know she, you said she just started. What does yep, she have? She's it? got about twenty. Okay, great. Are you guys, either of you, entitled to a pension? No. No pension. Okay, got it. Any money that you've scrolled away for the kids yet or just for you guys right now? Uh, just up. We just built up our savings. Awesome. How much is in savings? Uh, right now we got about $90,000. Great. Congratulations. That feels good, right? Yeah, very um, good. Yeah, very good. Okay, let's talk about other stuff that you have. So you've got the savings account. Do you have any investment accounts? In other words, like fund money account or, you know, money that you've been diligently socking away? Either way. No, just pounding it into a high yield. Um, we recently put 50000 into a CD that matures in April. And then right. we put 40000 into a three-month which will mature at the same time as the 50. Okay. You own a home, right? Yes. And how, all right. So we're, we're now we're talking, we're getting into the house thing. How much is the house worth? Uh, I'd say around three and a quarter. And what is the amount of the outstanding balance of the mortgage? Uh, 110. So close to that 90. I know. Um, what's the interest rate? 3.5. And is this a house you want to stay in? Like you're happy yep. there? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Besides every fact that you've just laid out for me, are there any other assets? Do you guys have life insurance that might have a cash value or just plain old life insurance that's term? Uh, no, just uh, a small policy through through work, mm -hmm. uh, but no additional. Are you guys both in good health? Yes. Okay. Can you buy more insurance through work? I think we can. There's a... Uh, some additional riders you can. Yeah. Um, we've okay. looked at purchasing outside, mm -hmm. um, like a policy in case something were happen to her and I, you know, to yep. take care of the stuff for the kids. I think that that should be a high priority. You should buy private insurance. You can buy it online. You can go check out Policy Genius. It's not like you need insurance forever, but, you know, you do have a, you know, your youngest is nine. So we kind of, I think, Probably it's, there's not a huge difference between 10 and 15 years. So I would look at a 15-year level term policy, okay? And Mark, what do you think they need? I mean, there's not there's not a lot of debt, but look, they're young still, and these kids are young. So do we need 750 grand, a million? What do we think you think we need, Mark? Uh, it's not going to be expensive. So I, I don't know. I kind of lean towards higher because, you know, the diff the, the dollar difference between half a million or a million, it's not going to be big. Yeah. I'm thinking a million also. So I think you should probably both price that out. I guess the other thing is, do you, do you have, um, your wills and a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy? You have yep, that done? So we did that. Actually, we need to update it. We did it when we had 
uh, our second child. And then obviously we have three, nine years plus. So uh, <laughs> we need to update that. I like that. Nine-year-old, eh, you're on your own. Um, okay. But that's once you have the document, it's pretty easy to update it. So that's good. So are you freaked out about investing? Because I know you've done a great job of saving all this money. What happened that allowed you to save so much money? So uh, we purchased our first house in the middle of the Great Recession in uh, 2008, I believe it was, top of the market, um, had our second child, just outgrew the house, and we, we needed to move. So uh, my, I was the only income at the time. My wife was staying at home with the kids. That's a decision we made that we're very happy, you know, that we did it. But um, I had to take twenty grand out, take a $20,000 hit on the mortgage to pay it off to keep good credit because we wanted to get into another house and I didn't want to do a foreclosure mm-hmm. or a short sale. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we just, I got into this mantra, listened to some programs. Yours was one of them. And it just talked about how these people would compound their paying off their debt and started becoming very frugal. And we at, at the time we had more going out than we had coming in. And I just started, mm-hmm. I worked third shift that gave me a little extra premium on my uh, salary and paid off our credit cards, paid off our vehicles. And then over the last five years, all our bonuses from work I socked away, all the COVID money that came through, we socked away. And it just kind of turned into like a debt eating machine. And when I got her on board with it and she started working, her income really Mm. just helped us just sack that money away. It's amazing. Can I just say one thing? It's so amazing because what you really are talking about is you guys kind of changed your mindset in a lot of ways. Like the dollars didn't change that much. You just said, we have to get focused. Did you feel like you were depriving yourselves during this period of time? I I think in the beginning, it was a little bit of a shock. You know, there was, we weren't (laughs) going out to dinner as much. There wasn't as many flowers at Valentine's Day, but we were thinking big picture and (laughs) and down the line. And it it was also a big change because we moved from the city kind of out to a rural area. And Mm -hmm. that was a bit of a change. Once we kind of got into our own thing and you weren't trying to keep up with the Joneses, you weren't worried about other people going on vacations and stuff like that. And you made it your own, mm. you made your own fun and, you know, you kind of lived like nobody else was living, but you noticed conversations were different. We were stacking money away. You heard people talking about up to their heads and credit card debt or yeah, you know, almost yes. just joking about it and wearing their debt as a as a sweater and we're sacking this stuff away. And I don't know, after first 20 grand or so saved away, my wife couldn't believe it. You know, she's like, how did we do this? And I just said, Hey, this is your hard work and my hard work. And yeah, you know, it's, it's awesome. It's like this focus. It's almost like when you're, it, it, it's, it is hard and it takes focus. It takes you saying, hey, you know what? We want to change our trajectory. And I mean, obviously, as you started to make more money, that's all good. I think this brings us to today where um, on this $150,000 a year that you earn, what do you think your expenses are? Not like your the the debt pay down mode, but like what do you really think, really think 
today's expenses are on a monthly basis? I'd say $1,000, you know, between electric, you, food, and gas. We don't have any credit cards. Okay. We don't have any car payments. It's just right. the house payment. And then the mortgage and the house payment is about how much? Like, and think, make that a little fat because, you know, it's like stuff always happens in the I'd house, say right? 1300 a month. I'm going to make it 1500 and taxes and all that. So at, what you're telling me is you probably spend at most $3,000 a month. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's amazing. Okay. Now, do you want to know the good news or the bad news? Uh, I'll take the bad news first. Well, we do have to buy, we, you're going to spend some money on life insurance. So we know that. Yeah. I don't want you to pay your house off because I don't want to lose this liquidity, this access to the money. Um, and that 90 grand is huge for you guys. So I feel like if you, I know that it stinks because you're like, oh, but I want it to be just debt free. This debt that you have, this $110,000 is not like the debt that you once had. It's good debt. It's good debt. And it's also affordable debt. I mean, listen, if you said to me, oh, I have $110,000 in student loans and it's 7%, I'd be like, okay, let's pay some of that off. How about your wife putting away some more money into her 401k? How would she feel about that? Yeah, we actually discussed that. And that was one of the things I wanted to ask you. I think she should pop up and, and put more money away, which will soak up some of this liquidity that you have in, in your cash flow. Meaning that, you know, if you make 150 grand a year and you ha pay your taxes, you've got a lot of money left over, especially if you're only spending three grand a month, right? So where does that money go? Let's put that into a 401k. Now, are you able, I know they give you a lump sum. Are you also contributing to your 401k? I have not been. When, uh, when we were, had more going out than we did coming in, I stopped contributing mm -hmm. to that just because I was scraping mm -hmm. dimes trying to make a house payment. Yeah. But that, now you can, right? Yes. And I just, that's another thing is because we don't have any debt, is there like a, a, a round number that I should look at. Yes. 10%, like yeah. 15%. Mark, Mark, 10 or 15% for Adam and his wife each. What do you think? I would start at 10 and see how it feels. That's exactly, I wrote 10% each on my little sheet. If you have the Roth option available for you guys, if that's possible, it's probably worth doing. It probably is worth doing because you know, you are, I get it, you're in a, um, a tax bracket that feels like it's a lot, but it's 22%. You're going to be in 22% for the rest of your lives. Yep. You just, you know, you're just going to, so might as well pay the tax now just because you have the cash flow. Right. I would say 10% that you each put into a Roth 401k. And now for this savings, what's your view on whether, do you want to put money away for college or not? This is com then no judgment here. Nope. It's like, you tell me what you want to do and we try to figure yeah, it out. We, well, so I guess our, my attitude has sort of changed over time a little bit since we've paid all this debt off. I'd say like up to three sure. years ago, we were absolutely completely against it. We want to steer it more towards what the kids, instead of saying, hey, you have to go to college because you can yeah. make a lot of money in a trade. Sure. I, I just, whether that's getting an apprenticeship right away or going into a trade school and doing a couple years of community college where they have programs already catered to that, you know, I think we could stick a little aside that I'm not completely against, but because we've seen such a turn in, in the 
higher education system and the, the debt that people have yeah. taken on. And sometimes you're not getting yes. a return for your money. I mean, people spending a hundred yep. grand to get a $50,000 teaching job isn't right. always the wisest thing. That doesn't sound smart. All right. So I like this. So now here's my next question for you. If we were not to pay off the mortgage, how would you feel about taking some of the money that you have and investing it in some sort of investment account, like some index funds and a little of this, like some bonds, some stocks? How do you feel about that? So we've explored that option. I sat down with a fiduciary and mm. this was about about nine months ago when I put that money into the okay. CD. I was kind of hoping I could go through someone just to kind of help yep. steer me, but they kind of yep. turned into a long process. He wanted to do this life plan, which I'm not yeah, against, like, no thanks. but I, I, I wanted to get the money somewhere now. You feel like you could do it yourself or you don't want to do it yourself? You need some help? I'm nervous about it. My brother-in-law okay. has, runs his own business. He's worked in the financial industry for a while. I, okay. I don't know if that's always good working with family on something like that. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think yeah. so. So how about if you don't want to go through the whole planning process, here's what you could do. You could take some of this money and not necessarily do it yourself, but you could put it into some like an automatic investment platform. And this takes not that much time and energy. So it means that you go to a place. These are going to be like random names. Okay. So it could be Vanguard. It could be Schwab. It could be Fidelity. It's one of these types of places that says, hey, you go through, you take a risk assessment questionnaire and we'll invest the money for you. Oh, and Betterment. So Betterment is another one. And these are places where you say, I want to put some of this money to work. You're not putting it all to work because I know that you want to have that nice cushion. So what do you feel like is the right cushion for you guys to have? Is it, it's not 90 and it's not 10, but what is it? Is it 40? Is that the right amount of money for you to feel comfortable with in, in safe money? You mean as far as liquid that I can grab right away? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think 50,000 is, is reasonable. Okay. So if we had 40,000, how do you feel about like going to Vanguard and being like, all right, I want to do this. Do you feel like, can, can you do this on your own or do you need some help doing it? Mark, do you want to walk him through like what you think is the easiest thing to do? I mean, I think you laid it out. I would use one of these automatic platforms. I mean, you, you know, they're all kind of foolproof. You just uh, my log on. And... Through work are through uh, Fidelity right now. All right, do that. Do they? What do they have now? Digital Advisor. What's their? What's their? Fidelity um... Go. Okay, Fidelity Go. Perfect. Okay. You open up a Fidelity Go account, and it's going to be like, I'm Adam. I'm married. They're going to like go through all the same questions, and you know, do you feel? freaked out when markets go down? Is that something that freaks you out a little bit? No. So I'm just because of what I've been through and what I've seen, I've been more of the type that I've want yeah. that liquid money for when it does go down that I mm -hmm. kind of want to pounce. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have had this money yeah. when COVID hit and I could have invested in, in, in gas. <laughs> yeah, I know. But here we are. We always wish we had a lot of things, but we didn't. Um, all right. But I think that if, you, if you're willing to do this and you can sort of be hang out, you're, you're not going to need this money for 20 years, hopefully. That's really what I'm, I'm – and this money can also be a little bit of the 
money that you could use for your kids. You could make this just like, again, this is just a general investment account. So if you feel like, you know, I got one kid who's doing great and I want to like help them with trade school. Great. You have the money there. This is the, this is your spillover money that you can use for anything. I just believe that if you were to invest this over the long term, you're going to do better, you know, in the next 15 years doing, using a a diversified portfolio through one of like through a fidelity. And then what you'll be able to do is have a lot more flexibility. And you know what? You're going to pay off the mortgage anyway. You know what I mean? It'll, It'll happen naturally. So I think you are in very good shape. I I'm I have to say I'm so psyched for you because I feel like what a great outcome that you have been able to take yourselves through a pretty crappy period and come on the other side of it. And this is the this is what you get when you have that focus and that desire and the means to really change your life. You've done an incredible job. Well, I, so, a testament a lot of it is really to my wife and just the you know, the partnership and the teamwork because you, you can't do it alone. And you, if you, yeah. you got to believe and it's just, it's, it's a good feeling. That's awesome. All right, let's leave on that note. So uh, go get your life insurance, go open your uh, Fidelity Go account and uh, go get your, um, uh, your estate documents updated. And thank you so much for joining us. If you like Adam and his wife want to figure out how to take the fruit of your labor and do something more than a CD or a bank account, a high-yield savings account. We'd love to hear from you. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. While you're on the website, don't forget to subscribe to Jill on Money Live. That is a service where you are entitled to access to quarterly live webinars for the next 12 months, all for $35, and bonus video content. Next up on our hit parade, Cal Newport. I love this guy. You're going to love him too. All right. You can subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. We would like you to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Someone like Adam and his wife from years ago, they're struggling and they need a little pat on the back. And we are going to do that for them. You should do that as well. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.